There we go. Yeah, we got to have the full card up and we got to break it down. Exactly. So let me pull this up. UFC.motherfucking.com. I know, I know most of them, most of the fights on there. I don't know some of the guys on the card, though. So, I got you, bro. I think I know all but maybe one of them. Okay, good. I see I only, you. Uh, I only got into some... this like six months ago, so. I'm, oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm still like I'm watching old fights. I'm like you know, I'm still. Oh, dude, dude I could tell you all kinds of good old fights to check out. Yeah. So I'm 30. I've been watching UFC since I was, I think, 14. Okay, um, all right, yeah. Yeah, bro. My, I grew up in a household. My parents, uh, they're separated now, but they were together at the time, and they were big boxing fans. And so I grew up watching, like, Oscar De La Hoya back when um, Floyd Mayweather wasn't Money Mayweather. He was Pretty Boy Floyd. Um, Felix Trinidad. Um, Old school. Old, yeah, well, like old school for my generation. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mike Tyson just knocking motherfuckers out. So uh, I was into it. And then I was uh, I was chilling. It was like a Saturday night, and I didn't want to watch the boxing fight for some reason. I forget. I think I was like waiting for the Floyd Mayweather fight, and uh, Uriah Faber was fighting W and WEC, and I was like, "Damn, this is pretty sick." And that's when I found out about like UFC. I think it was around that time. I might have some dates mixed yeah. up, but. Um, yeah, dude, I've been a hardcore for for like at least fifteen years. Nice, nice. Well, let's uh, you know, let's 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 break down, let's break down what we got going on right now at two forty nine. Let's start with the uh, with the prelims. Now, right. I these guys, I don't, I know, okay, I know Nico Price and I know Sam Alvey. I don't know much of the other guys. Yeah, man. So uh, the thing is, this card for anybody that's new to watching fights. Uh, usually the early prelims and then even like most of the fights on the prelims except the main event on the prelims usually it's just like you know people with lower records or like washed up veterans but because they got to stack this card because it's a missed fight like even the main event on the early prelims could be like that could be a pay-per-view fight for real um yeah so uh, the, the fight that I'm most intrigued to watch is obviously Vicente Luque and Nico Price on the early prelims, but Bryce Mitchell is, uh, like an up and coming, uh, super good on the ground. Uh, it'll be really, really cool to see what he does against Rosa, but he's got a lot of hype behind him. He's 12 and 0. He's yeah. 12 and 0. He's coming off of submission wins, loads of submission wins. Yeah. He's a beast on the ground, dude. Um, but we'll see if his stand-up is good. I mean, Rose is really good on the ground, too, so we'll see what happens there. That'll probably be a, a, a grappling match for sure. Yeah. And then we got, we got Nico Price and, uh, and Vincente Luque. Yeah, you got uh, Nico, um, the hybrid, man. That guy's like the upkick phenom against Vicente Luque. Vicente's a durable fighter, um, and he's good everywhere, and Nico's just a maniac. Um, he's kind of got some Tony Ferguson to him in the sense, not in the sense of like his great submission skills, but in the sense of he's just kind of a wild man. Mm -hmm. So you never really know what to expect. But uh, I, I think uh, I think Vicente will probably win that in like a decision. Yeah, it seems like both those guys. I feel like, I, honestly, I'm looking at this early prelim card just just from purely on a style basis, and it looks like everything's gonna everything's matching up pretty well. Yeah, the matchmakers have been doing a really good job lately. And then you got uh, Ryan Spann and Sam Alvey. 
I mean, I know a good bit about Sam Alvey. He's kind of an up-and-coming light heavyweight. Ryan Spann kind of looks like a, a big uh, – he looks like Aljamain Sterling's older brother or something. That's right. Ryan Spann right now is on a seven fight win streak. And Sam, Al- Sam Alvey's coming off of three losses. So that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, man. He's a, they're, uh, I'm pretty excited, man. And then on the prelims, you got, uh, you got a couple, you got karate hottie versus a, a legitimate hottie and, and Carla as far as that nobody's going to mind watching that fight. Yeah. Couple smoke shows battling it out. Spars is good. Spars is really good. Yeah, they are, man. Um, so that'll be cool, man. Ton of good fights. Uh, I think uh, that Uriah Hall, Jacare fight. Jacare is probably gonna smoke uh, Uriah Hall. I think, but yeah, honestly, I'm I'm thinking one. I, I'm definitely thinking Jacare takes that one. For sure. For sure. Jacare has never he's never won a uh, he's never won a title right? No, he has not. No, he's been around for a long time though. Yeah, and Uriah's like uh, fucking Mister Hormone over there, like looking like a physical specimen. But usually he tires out after the first round. So if Jacare can sort of weather the storm in the first round, he'll probably beat the shit out of Uriah Hall in the in the second or third. Yeah, looks like it. Looks like it. So- so what do you uh what what fight on this prelims are you most looking forward to? Um honestly, I, I, I was going to say Cerrone Pettis, but I'm looking at it now. I think Ole Nick and Verdum is going to be sick. Like that is going to be like straight just a grappling masterclass right there by the two. Honestly, Ole Nick might in terms of just raw wrestling might be like number one and number two in the heavyweight division, just in terms of pure, like, you know, submission, takedown, all that stuff. Yeah. And well, don't forget about DC. DC. Is, yeah. Uh, well, is he retired? Is he like, is that, is he done? No, nah, he's, he, the, well, I think that what he's pretty much said is if he doesn't fight uh, Stipe in the next like six to eight months, he's just going to retire, but he, okay. he's kind of holding out for that. Okay. Well, yeah. That's why I said one or two because I wasn't sure if if uh, if if uh, Cormier is still in this. But okay, I, I get. I guess. I guess I would get slotted for two then. But Fabricio Verdum, like that. That's gonna be. That's gonna be a crazy matchup right there. Yeah, man. I uh, I wonder what the odds are for that one. Let's see. Let's check um, it out. They got. Uh... You know, Verdum's one of those guys where. You don't hear about him much, like, recently. Like, he hasn't been – he didn't fight at all in 2019, not at all in 2020 yet. But you look at you look at the people he's taken out, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. He's insane. I wouldn't be surprised if if, if that one, um, if the ground game – usually when both have really good ground games, they kind of cancel each other out. So, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those guys gets knocked out. Kind of like a uh, Covington-Usman thing. Where they yeah, exactly. Like, they respect each other's wrestling so much that they're just gonna be it's gonna be heavy striking. Fuck, what a war that was, man. <laughs> that was an exciting fight. That was that that was that was one of the cards that everybody was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking so boring. Just so much boring and then no wrestling whatsoever. hmm Do you think now just on that, on that card, like a lot of people were like you know, like, what a war, blah, blah, blah. And then George Masvidal came out, and he was like, obviously part of this is trash talk trying to get in their heads. But he's like, 
you know, they have pillow hands. Like that wasn't even like like I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to square up with them on the hands way better. And I think he does have a point. Like there is something to that. Where yeah, Usman and Covington, they're not the they're not they're not the best strikers at all in that division. Yeah, I mean, uh, Covington's like a, a volume striker. He's kind of got uh, like some 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 Diaz brothers uh, to him in that sense. Like he he probably only punches at like 70 percent power, but it's just a lot of volume. Oh yeah. Um, Camaro is uh, is all power, man. And so I don't think either of them could hold a candle to Jorge's uh, striking. I mean, his striking is he's so probably creative. the he's ridiculous. It's probably the best in that division. A lot of people say he's the best boxer in the UFC. It'll just be a matter of uh, if they can keep him on the ground. And uh, apparently out of his camp, he's got some, some pretty good takedown defense and uh, really hard to keep on the ground. So mm-hmm. if he can keep it standing, I think uh, he could be either of them. But I, I don't think um, – I don't know, man. Camaro is just a different animal, man. I, I, I don't see – I don't see Jorge beating Camaro, to be honest. Yeah, I I think part of I think there's like a mirage going around with Masvidal because he like he knocked out Darren Till, he had a really flashy knockout against Ben Askren, which was like a stick, but it was also like that's an that's a mega outlier in terms of yeah. If he came in at a slightly different angle, like so many so many minor things, you know, yeah, he could have just been submitted in round two, and then he has like the the BMF belt. Never happened in history where somebody just created a belt. Fought Nate, Nate Diaz. He's a good fighter, but he's like, he's not, he's like maybe fifth, sixth in terms of like if you had to sprawl out rankings, you know, for that time. Like he's not the best. He's definitely not, not the title. Yeah. He, he might not even be fifth or sixth. He's probably more like 10th or 12th in that division. Oh, is he? No. Yeah. He, okay. I think he's a little, he's probably a little washed up at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, the thing with with Masvidal too is if you if you think back to that Darren Till fight, um, Darren Till was was smoking. Darren Till dropped him once or twice in that first round, um, and not taking anything away from Masvidal, but uh, Darren Till, you know, talked about his weight cut being an issue and all that. And so, I mean, I think Masvidal is is a is a beast, but, but um, for me to be completely sold on him, he's gotta he's gotta win he's gotta win the real belt. Yeah, he's got to he's got to actually, you know, cuz like I think a lot of it is hype. Like he did a lot of crazy stuff, you know, super flashy, so many new things, but in terms of the raw name value that he took down, it's not like what Kamaro has done. It's not like what no. Colby has done, I think. No. Yeah. And and also Tyron Woodley beat Wonderboy Thompson twice and Wonderboy smoked Jorge. Yeah. Oh, that's some I mean, that's the other thing too is that if Masvidal you know, say say Masvidal beats Usman and whatnot, right? He's then he still has to deal with Colby and he still has to deal with Tyron, right? Two amazing wrestlers right there. So yeah. I think of like his reign, unless he like really just like gets amazingly good at wrestling, which he's not going to. I think if he if he wins the title, it's not going to be very long. It's going to be like there's just too many wrestling killers in the welterweight division right now. Yeah, yeah. Now I mean, Jorge's got good MMA wrestling. Like, don't get me wrong, but uh, I think he's got to beat those guys by uh, by knockout, or yeah. else they're just gonna grind him out. Yeah, or another flying knee. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Now we got we got the, in on the final match of this preliminary card. We have the washed up welterweight matchup of Cerrone and Pettis. What do you think is gonna go on here? Oh man! So my gut tells me that Pettis is gonna knock Cerrone out in the first round. <laughs> Uh, 
I love Cerrone, man. I mean, both these guys have been watching them for such a long time, but I have a feeling that uh, Cerrone's on on a downward spiral. Um, Pettis, um, you know, he's kind of always like pretty much a a 50-50 fighter. I know his record's not 100% 50-50, but I'm pretty sure he's close to 50-50 in the UFC. Yeah, he's like – the thing with Pettis is that like after he got that – you know, he did he did those weight cuts, and after the, after his kind of like lightweight title reign, he's been really really up and down in terms. Yeah, of yeah, and uh, you know, Cerrone's coming off a, a nasty uh, loss to to Cowboy. Pettis likes to start off pretty strong, and Cerrone starts off pretty slow. So I, I think Pettis wins this one by first round knockout. But um, if it goes the distance, I could see uh, I could see Cerrone winning a, a decision. The one thing that people have been putting for Cerrone is that okay, like he's lost his last three fights, yes, but look at who he's lost. He's lost to Ferguson, he's lost to Gaethje, and he got shouldered to death by McGregor. Like, and then you look at Pettis, right? Pettis has lost to let's see, it's pulling up. He's lost to Nate Diaz and Carlos Diego Ferreira, right? Two yep. names that are, you know, the, Fer, Ferrer's, Ferrer's definitely got some got some um, showmanship to him. He's definitely he's definitely got some something there. Nate Diaz, obviously, he's Nate Diaz, but it's not the level of Ferguson, Gaethje, and McGregor. Going For on. sure. So for sure, I think like here, here's what I'll say. I'll say I'll say Cerrone wins because I just I think that I think he's still got something in the gas tank. And I think that was just more of the opponents he was thrown to. But I think that – and I think that Pettis, is, this is just going to be, like, a big, like, really big downturn for Pettis, and he's just going to be like, okay, like, you're losing to Cerrone, you're losing to Ferrer, you're losing to Diaz. Like, it's time for you to change things up big time. Um, yeah. But after I'll this, like, I don't think Cerrone gets a, gets a title shot or gets anywhere near the top no. of the ship. I think he's just going to stabilize around, like, 5th to 10th and then kind of just, like, slowly go out. Yeah. I'll play devil's advocate, though, and that three fights in a row with Gaethje, Ferguson, and uh, McGregor, that's a lot of damage, a lot of head trauma. Uh, and Anthony Pettis hits hard as shit. I mean, he knocked out Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, who had never been knocked out before. Um, and, uh, you know, Nate Diaz is one of those fighters that, in my opinion, Nate Diaz can beat when he's on his game. He can beat anybody on any given night. Yes. So I, I, I chalk that up as uh, – you know, for sure a loss, but, um, you know, Diaz is, is no slouch. Um, I, I think uh, I, I have a strong feeling that Cerrone's chin is gone and uh, Pettis is going to touch it. Well, as we decided to see, in, in many respects, this is going to be like a big crossroads fight for both of them, right? We're going to see if Pettis still has something where he can beat, because I think Cerrone is like fifth or sixth right now in welterweight. Yeah, he's sixth. Which I think is way too high, but. For sure, me too. Yeah. I mean, like, I think you put him. You put him against Gilbert Burns. You put him against Damian Maia. You put him against, like, uh, obviously McGregor's lower than him, right? In welterweight. I'm not sure what McGregor's uh, ranked in welterweight, but I mean, he should probably be ranked fifth or sixth. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, the rankings are kind of whack. So cue all the McGregor haters, but I mean, yeah. that guy can. Uh, in the first round, he can hold a candle with with anybody uh, outside of maybe Khabib. Now, all right, main card, main card time. So we got anybody in those two weight classes. Let me clarify. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, we got Greg Hardy and we got Jorgen De Castro. Do you know anything about Jorgen De Castro? 
I don't know anything about Jorgen DeCastro, but uh, Greg Hardy hits hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> Just ask his girlfriend. Oh. Oh, Just, no, wow. The Dallas Cowboy assaulting his ex-girlfriend, 18 months probation, lost to Alexander Volkov. This guy, this guy, man. He's got yeah, a lot. Man. I, don't, I don't know how to write it. I've never seen a Greg Hardy fight, and I've never seen Jorgen DeCastro fight, so I'm just – I would, I would, if I had to bet money, the over under on this is like three minutes. I mean, one of these guys is getting KO'd early. Probably, honestly. Just, I think it's just, yeah, just be rushing each other. It's one of those heavyweight fights that's just like, heavyweight's such a weird division because it is. You can be like, you can be like technically just way more mediocre than the guy, but if you can just throw a right hand and hit him in the right spot, like you can just end. You can end a title right easily. Yeah. Um, so, with this, um, Greg Hardy's bigger, stronger, faster, longer reach, longer legs, um, and uh, he's getting good. I mean, that, that um, Alexander Volkan fight, he – or Volkov or Volkan, he didn't even look that bad. And that's like a, a legitimate, legitimate, uh, you know, once, uh, once upon a time contender in the heavyweight division. So, Greg Hardy's getting good, good fast. I, I would take Greg Hardy in this fight. Yeah. Let's roll Hardy. Featherweight. We got Jeremy Stevens and Calvin Qatar. K-day. I don't know much about Calvin, but every I mean everybody knows about Stevens. <laughs> Calvin Calvin Katar. He is from Boston. If you want to watch a good fight, watch um him against uh Zabit. Zabit, uh it was pretty close those first couple rounds. And then Katar uh, really was putting it on him in that third round. This is probably my dark horse. I think a lot of people's dark horse for fight of the night. Um, but uh, I think Calvin Kadar is uh, is definitely somebody to watch. And Jeremy Stevens, um, you know, he he's done pretty well. But I think uh, I think Calvin takes this fight. Nice. I think it's going to be a war. I mean, yeah, with Jeremy Stevens in there, you know, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a fun fight to watch for sure. Now we got heavyweight. We got Francis Ngannou, and we got Jorginho Rosenstruck. Now, this is the one where everyone was like, this should be a main event just by itself. Yep. Yeah, at first they had this one as, um, for some reason, I think they had this one like lower on the card in the beginning, and they had the Greg Hardy fight on the, the prelims. I'm happy that they got this switched around. This is a really good, uh, a really good fight to be third on the card. It shows you the strength of the card. I hope uh, it doesn't turn out like when um, Francis fought Derek Lewis, but um, both yeah. these guys are probably the two hardest people. Yeah, They we, might be the t- number one and number two for hardest hitters ever in the UFC. But, you know, that's kind of what I've noticed with UFC. It's almost like when a, when a, fight, is hi- when a fight is hyped and the people are similar, um, similar like skill sets. Like these, both these guys are – born in Africa and they both have hands that will knock you out immediately. <laughs> and they're, 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 they're very like th- these two guys are very close in terms of what they do, but I, I don't, hopefully it's not just like some, some, th- hopefully they're not too respectfully to, of each other and they're trying to like just jab and then like go for a takedown or like, you know, just some like clinch fighting. Like we want some actual just hard and gone punches. Right you know what I'm most interested about this fight that not many people have talked about yet? Yeah. Is this fight is in an arena with no fans. So we're going to be able to hear 
their punches. And I'm telling you, man, like when these guys hit each other, you're going to hear it. And it, it's going to be something that we're not really used to. Uh, one of these guys is probably going to get KO, KO'd and we're going to be able to hear it. It's and gonna be, uh, it's going to be a different, a different type of experience for sure. One of, the, one of these guys is going like this fight is like an accelerant to your CTE right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I would, I would probably lean towards Francis in this fight, uh, just because mm -hmm. um, I, I think he's more athletic. But uh, Rosenstrike is—he's um, a—I'm pretty sure he's a world champion kickboxer, or at least uh, a, a pretty prominent one. So. I wouldn't sleep on him too much, but I'm going to have to roll with Francis in this fight. 6'2", 250 pounds. He's a monster. Now, all right, bantamweight, right? This is, yep. this is going to be fun because we got Henry Cejudo, who, king of cringe, right? Also just an unbelievably good wrestler. And he's, he's, he's so under – everyone hates him because he's, like, weird, but he's so good. So good. He's so good. It's ridiculous. And yeah. obviously Dominic Cruz, the master of footwork, right? The long yeah. bantamweight. He he ran that division until until his Garbrandt loss and until like Dillashaw came up. Like that was his division. Nobody nobody you know he he lost to Araya in WEC and then he came back and like after that it was just win 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 forever. Yeah, he's uh he's probably the the bantamweight goat. Uh, TJ would be the bantamweight goat without the um the recent steroid issue but um yeah man the guy's a beast what uh have you watched some of his old fights yeah i have he is his, he's so fun to watch because he's yeah. just so he's always moving he's so light he's like a he's like a, a noodle just like moving around the whole thing and then you and then you just wax them and then they're just they're just getting bloodied for five rounds and then he just wins decisionator yeah yeah he's uh He's got a unique style. Um, I don't think he can uh, uh, win. I don't think he can beat Henry other than a, a five-round decision. But I think Henry can knock out uh, Cruz. So we'll see. It, it, to me, it's going to be all about Cruz's conditioning. Is he going to be able to be conditioned? Are his legs going to be uh, strong underneath him? Right. If he's on his game, I think he wins. Uh, but if he's not uh, you know, what he was a few years ago or, or five years ago, which is very likely – um, Henry probably knocks him out. Yeah, I, I have like the I would say Cruz just because of like results and tenure and whatnot. But just being out that long, and then you're not even getting thrown up against like a like a, you know, like a fifth or sixth ranked guy. You're getting thrown up against Cejudo, right? Yeah. Like this is not a good warm up fight. And okay, if Cruz wins this and gets the championship back, undisputed goat for the rest of time. Yeah, like no. And N nothing no nothing else and if you think about it the only person that Cruz has lost to is Cody Garbrandt and when Cody Garbrandt's on his game I think he's the most talented Bantamweight ever when he's on his game but he's he's a he's a head case and so um oh, you know yeah. you never know what you're going to get with him but he was that was a master class that uh that he put on against Cruz now we finally got the main event of the evening yeah, I had I had a couple of people when I reposted uh, your thing. They were asking me my opinion for uh, for this fight, so I told them to watch your live stream. Uh, but I'd like to hear what do you think is going to happen? I think first round is going to be. I think no. I'm going to say this: the second round of this fight is going to be the bloodiest fight in UFC history. 
in terms oh, of man. in terms of gallons of blood spilt on the canvas, it's going to be the bloodiest fight in history. And I think that I think Gaethje's gonna lose. Um, but I th- I think it's gonna you know I think it's gonna be a lot like how the Pettis fight went, although it's gonna be longer. Where, you know, Gaethje's obviously he you know he's he's on his game right. He's gonna he's gonna hurt he's gonna hurt Ferguson, and you know he's gonna cut him up. He's gonna stumble him. T- maybe 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 Gaethje will finally pull out his wrestling and do something. Probably not likely, but I think I think Ferguson's gonna get hurt. But like it's gonna be like the third round, fourth round. Gaethje's gonna start getting tired. Ferguson's gonna be like, I'm getting like, because you you've seen his fights. He gets better. He gets less tired the longer the fight goes on. So he's just gonna start elbowing Gate. I think it's gonna be like a fourth round TKO or something for Ferguson. But it's the the canvas is just gonna be red. <laughs> yeah. So more blood than the Clay Guida and uh, Diego Sanchez fight. Yes, I think. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember when uh when Ken Velasquez took down uh Bigfoot Silva and just like rain punches and just cut that made that cut above his eye? Yep. Just I think it's gonna be that, but everywhere. <laughs> like, yep. I think I think yep. he's just gonna walk up. Ferguson's just gonna walk up, and they're just gonna start throwing elbows, throwing punches, getting the clinch. You know, it's gonna be wicked. Yeah, man. I, I don't I don't disagree with you. I think if Gaethje's going to win, he's got to knock him out in the first round or early in the second. The thing with Tony is Tony never spars. I don't think he's sparred in uh, training camps for like six years, but he sparred for this training camp. So we'll see what that does. Maybe he starts off a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, Justin Gaethje's got some uh, scar tissue above his left eye that Tony is probably going to be going after. Gaethje's lost to, uh, you know, Eddie Alvarez. He lost to Dustin Poirier. The guys that he's beat since he's been in the UFC, Tony's beat them. Um, I don't know if Tony's fought James Vick, but Tony's, uh, you know, Tony's beat uh, Barbosa and uh, Cerrone, I believe. Yeah, so, I think, I, I th- yeah, like, I, I agree with you, honestly. Like, I think the, I think the mirage of Justin Gaethje, I think it's, it, there is a mirage to it. I definitely think he's not as, like, unbelievably insane as people want to think he just has i think he's just i mean he's got a killer chin and he has a very fun style to watch and he's clearly like very skilled like he's he's a great striker but in terms of just like i don't think he's championship material like like ferguson is he is uh kind of in that same situation that jorge masvidal is in the sense that he's lost uh to some good fighters but they weren't elite fighters and uh, now he's kind of been on this like three fight tear and it's hard to kind of gauge where he actually is based off who he's beat. But uh, I think Tony weathers the storm in the, in the beginning. I think Justin gets tired in, in the third and fourth round. And I think Tony chokes him out late or uh, uh, there's a doctor stoppage by cut. All, so all his recent wins, his last three wins, all came in the first round. All came from yep. KO or KO. So I, I, I'm totally, totally in in cohesion. I think I think Gaethje's gonna win the first round. I think Gaethje's. Just, I think he's gonna go really hard. He's gonna try to knock him out. He's gonna put everything he has. And but Tony, Tony's just gonna come back. He's gonna do that little like El Kukui smile, bouncing around on his side in the second round. He's gonna come up and he's gonna he's gonna finish it. Yeah, yeah. So for it, sure. It's uh, another thing that Gaethje does a lot is he, he covers up like this and then swings. And when he covers up like this, watch out for Tony grabbing a, a standing Darce choke. 
Um, uh, That's right. Gaethje sticks his neck out quite a bit, and Tony, Tony's probably the best choke artist uh, ever in the UFC. Tony, the thing is, like Tony has, I think Tony can brawl directly with with Gaethje, but I think that Tony's Tony's jujitsu and his wrestling is so much better than Gaethje's because well, first of all, we haven't even seen Gaethje. Like he doesn't do it ever. He never he never practices it, and I think like. Tony's an Eddie. He, he trains with Eddie Bravo. Like he's a legit grappler. He's a, he, yeah. Well, be careful when you say wrestling, grappling, and jiu-jitsu. Right, right. Tony, yeah. Tony's jujitsu for sure is better, but I, I think uh, just pedigree wise, Justin Gaethje is. Uh, I mean, he's like a D one All American. Right. In terms of uh, wrestling, yes. <clears throat> so, uh, but he, you know, like you said, he doesn't use it, and I don't see him using it on uh, on Tony because he'll probably get choked out where we would see Justin use his wrestling the most would be against a fight like Khabib to keep it standing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, man. I got Tony in this fight. Yeah, man. One last thing I want to hit on too is, is, uh, is Dustin Poirier, right? It seems like Dustin Poirier, he's never, he's never entitled. Like he's, he's never entitled contention. Like his last fight, he lost to Khabib, but in that before he beat Pettis, he beat Gaethje, he beat Alvarez, he beat Max Holloway. Like, it's weird how he's not like where Gaethje is right now. I think. Well, he beat he beat Max Holloway for the interim title, so he he's held the belt. Yeah. And then when he when he won that belt, his next fight was against Habib, and I mean nobody's beat nobody's beat Habib. The only person to even get a round on Habib was McGregor, and Habib probably even took a little bit of that round off. So, I mean Poirier, I feel like uh, I feel like it's Habib, Tony, Connor, Gaethje. Poirier and uh I just don't see Poirier beating um Tony Connor or Habib ever um so but he's had a belt he he beat he beat Max Holloway that was a war if you haven't if you've seen that fight I mean that was a really good fight I think uh yeah I think that uh, that showed I I think Max has got to stay featherweight honestly for sure like this or put some muscle on (laughs) he's just I mean, he, he just gets he, – he will just get wrecked anytime he goes up to, to lightweight. For sure, man. For sure. So, yeah, man. Well, that's that's the fight. I yeah, can't wait to watch it. It's going to be exciting stuff. It's going to be really good stuff. Once again – Another thing, I've pirated pretty much every UFC for the last, like, eight years, but I'm actually going to buy this. Uh, I'm going to buy this pay-per-view just as a hat tip to Dana. Hat tip. Yeah, for getting this on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what I do, but ho- ho- hopefully, like May 9th, Hopefully, with with the way quarantine things are going like that, maybe some place will be opened up to where uh, they'll have it on a t- big TV or whatnot. So maybe we'll you know. To be honest, when it comes to to fights, I like to watch it at home by myself or with one of my buddies that's into fights. I don't. I don't enjoy watching it uh, around a bunch of people that don't know what the fuck's going on because they ask stupid questions and they're like they're annoying. And I just want to. I want to zero in. Type. Yeah, I want to zero in. I want to have uh, you know, have an old fashioned, smoke a little, and um, I just want to chill, man. So and 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 really hone in. So yeah. I'm I'm not much of a, uh, a watch big yeah. fights in public kind of person. Yeah, I get that. Totally get that. All right, man. Well. 
thanks for coming on the cast. This has been Chase Marr, and yeah, he's like a real estate guy, and he like makes trillions of dollars with San Diego, <laughs> and like just you know just kills the whole scene over there. So if you want to if you want to learn more about that, you can go to his Twitter page, and you know he's he's always he's always doing stuff, and he actually he's, he's very generous. He uh he offered me a he had, he had a sales position open up for his thing, yep. and. You know, wasn't right for me at the time, but the fact he even like was like, "Hey, I have this right." Very generous guy. Very. So, if you're looking for an opportunity, if you're local, if you're like really interested in getting into real estate and you want to, you want to be a hardcore sales guy, reach out to uh, reach out to Chase. He could probably help you out with something. Absolutely, yeah. Twitter. I am Chase Maher and uh, Tyler. I appreciate it, bro. It was a fun time, and uh, I, I hope you enjoy watching the fights. And uh, I'm gonna leave you with uh with one thing you said you uh been watching some old fights and um i uh i, I want to challenge you to uh i want to think of a fight that you should go watch oh let's see um you know it's really fun man i don't know if you've done it but if you uh if you watch each of Connor's fights in a row and watch his progression as a fighter, it's pretty cool and exciting stuff. So if you if you haven't done that, uh definitely check it out. Probably and then should. aside from that, uh definitely study up on uh, on some Tony and some Justin because that's gonna be a war, man. I couldn't think of any other fights off the top of my head. But this is a blast, bro. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. We'll uh we'll see you around on the TL and that's Chase Mar, everyone. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace.